0: Hello, my name is Dr. Rongan Chatterjee and welcome to my Built to Thrive podcast and today I'm going to be rounding up my thoughts about practicing gratitude and hopefully by the end of today's episode you'll have learned some tools to reframe your perspective and be on the road to becoming a more joy-filled and optimistic person. So we've covered quite a lot this week, haven't we? We've talked about the evidence behind gratitude, the benefits it can have, yes, for our health, things like depression, anxiety can improve. Uh, We can improve the quality of our relationships. We can sleep better. We can feel less stressed. We can feel more calm. All kinds of incredible benefits that pretty much all of us want. We've also talked about how we can start to write down these thoughts in a gratitude journal And I asked you to have a think about what kind of difference does that make? How did you get on with that? Did you manage to give it a go? Did you notice the difference between when you just think grateful thoughts, which can be incredibly powerful in and of itself for sure, but did you notice anything extra when you started writing them down? I know for me, I'll be honest, like dinner time, I don't write them down. We do a little gratitude game with my wife and kids and I find that incredibly beneficial. But on the days where I do journal and write them down, I kind of feel it really hones my focus. I become more specific and I feel it lands in my brain in a slightly different way. I think about it more during the day. So that's just something I found personally. But again, health is very individual. So I want you to have a think about how did it land for you when you started writing things down? You know, many of my patients have bought a journal to write in so that it feels sacred and special to them. You don't have to do that. But sometimes, really engaging with that emotional component of a practice, so buying a journal of a colour that you really like, having one of your favourite pens next to the journal, it's these little things that can help turn this daily practice into a ritual that you really look forward to and that you really enjoy doing. Of course, you can buy special gratitude journal books, There can be prompts in them that ask you to write down some of the ordinary, everyday, beautiful things in life, but you don't need anything fancy if you don't want to. Just a pen and paper or even just your thoughts can often be all that you need. Now, as I mentioned before, we all experience adversity in our lives. We think we're going to be happier when everything goes our way, but the reality is that's never going to happen. There's always going to be things that come up that we're not expecting. But once we start practicing gratitude, it makes it much easier to face the challenges with calmness and joy. I'm not talking about just having an attitude for gratitude. I'm talking about a daily tangible practice that you can bring into your life. So it could be some of the things that we've already looked at this week. Journaling, sitting as a family every day at dinner or before bed Or first thing in the morning, it could be the three Ps, that loving kindness meditation I spoke to you about on Wednesday. Or you could even write a gratitude letter, writing and personally delivering a letter of gratitude to someone who's never been properly thanked before. I mean, that can be incredibly beneficial as well. As a chap I came across, Nick Vujicic, he's a perfect example. He's an international speaker who was born without arms or legs, yet he maintains an attitude of optimism that really is infectious. He could easily have been embittered, but he chooses gratitude every single day. He's often asked how he manages to be happy despite having no arms and no legs. And his reply is perfect. He says, I can be angry about not having limbs, or I can be thankful that I have a purpose. I chose gratitude. I always find stories like that really, really powerful. You know, to see how people who have really dealt with quite a lot of adversity, how they reframe their lives. I mean, this is a common theme that we see over and over again. You know, gratitude is defined as the quality of being thankful. To truly show and live out gratitude requires me to step outside of myself and acknowledge the selfless gifts of others in my life. And this can sometimes be harder than we want it to be. Now, you know, I get that being grateful isn't something that tends to come naturally to everyone. As I've already mentioned, we as humans have a negativity bias. It's a good thing. It's kept us alive for a very long time. But these days, as well as being alive, we also want to be content and happy. And there's so much research in this area. We know that focusing on an experience for 20 seconds is long enough to create positive structural changes in the brain. Gratitude gives space for the positive experience to expand or for us to actually re-experience it, rather than having us quickly move on from it. So one thing I want you to think about at the end of this week is, could you tell someone that you're grateful for them in your life? I mean, it's all very well practicing gratitude and saying it to ourselves and writing it down, but you could take it one step further and tell someone in your life, again, there's really good research on this, You know, gratitude has that benefit that it can initiate a social loop that has the potential to expand the good for everyone involved. The more gratitude we feel, the more we're going to act in a pro-social way towards others. This encourages their feelings of gratitude, which in turn makes them more pro-social. And there goes a beautiful cycle of gratitude. So today, could you think about someone who you're grateful for in your life? And could you let them know? Are you scared to do that? Are you nervous to do that? What would happen if you called them up and actually told them how you felt? Or maybe a text message feels a little easier, a bit less intimidating. Who doesn't like to be told what they've done that's made other people feel good? It could be someone, I don't know, it could be a flatmate who helped you move in your 20s and you never really thanked them. Or maybe you did back then and you think, hey, I was just thinking of you. Remember when you helped me move into my flat in the second year at uni? Really appreciate you bringing your car over and spending four hours doing it. I still think about it now. I know it sounds small. I know it sounds simple, but it really does make a difference. It does take effort on your part to choose to have an attitude of gratitude, but I really think that effort is worth it. Once you do this daily, you start to shift your focus. You're going to feel better. And if you start telling the people around you, they're going to feel better as well. The stories we tell ourselves in our minds really shape our narrative of the world. So the more positive details you can recall, the better. So final words for me this week, bring gratitude into your daily life. Make it as easy as possible for yourself to do it and really think about when and where you're going to practice. That's it for this week. I'm very, very grateful for your company. I'd love to hear from you about what's working. And if you enjoy the content this week, you might want to check out my third book, Feel Better in Five, where I have lots of five-minute health hacks, like gratitude, that can really help you with your physical, mental, and emotional health. Next week, we're going to be looking at the science of staying well and boosting your immunity. For now, have a wonderful weekend.